Hello everyone and welcome to our podcast today. It's Reverend Nicola here and it's really great to have you with us. I was uh, just thinking about this before I started uh, recording um, and flicking through my diary and realising that this is our last scheduled podcast. Um, Next week we have a Zoom service and the week after that we're scheduled to be all back together in person at um, Thatcham Park School. So yes, I was about to do a big sort of um, fanfare and celebration. And then I realised that um, if the past years taught us anything, is that things can change. So let's hope and pray that we're going back now um, in person. And it will be the last time that we're having to go online. But I'm also just reflecting that I'm really thankful that this option is here, um, that there are other ways for us to meet together. And my goodness, what a lifeline that has been in the last year. So um, praise God that the podcast and Zoom are always available to us should we need them. And hopefully we won't. (laughs) Um, So yes, welcome to this service. We are thinking today about our relationship with God. And most specifically, we're looking at a verse from John's Gospel where Jesus refers to his disciples and us who follow on um, it, using the term friends. So we're going to be reflecting a bit on that. Brenda has recorded um, a reflection for us today. But let's begin now with our opening prayer. Jesus said, No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. So let us join together as friends, Jesus' friends, to worship and serve the one who, because of his great love, gave his all for us. So today's reading is from John's Gospel. We're in chapter 15 and we're starting at verse 9. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. I have said these things to you, so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another, as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer, because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends, because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. You did not choose me, but I chose you, and I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. So let's hear from Brenda now as she shares some reflections with us on that passage. Now, if you were part of the Zoom service last week, you'd have heard the first part of today's gospel when we also had the illustration of the vine and the branches. In fact, the whole of John chapter 15 represents Jesus's last words to his disciples. I wonder if you can imagine the scene from today. Jesus is most probably sitting down, the others facing him from their various positions around the table. As he speaks, he makes eye contact again and again. This message is for them, and they are never to forget these quiet words. And we, who are the disciples of today, must try never to forget them either. 
for in fact they summarised Jesus' teaching for the communities that would live on after he'd gone. And as we heard from Nicola last week, one of the most important things Jesus says is abide in my love. Jesus does not say abide in love. He says abide in my love or remain in my love. So to love faithfully, effectively and strongly, we have to be aware of the source of love beyond our own. And Jesus goes on to say, if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. So to abide in the love of Christ is obedience to the challenge of loving, obedience to the task of overcoming the very human temptation to love only yourself, which can creep up on us sometimes without us being aware of it. So turning to the task of loving others, Jesus delivers his great commandment. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. The Father has loved the Son, who has in turn loved the disciples, so they should love one another. And this is a new commandment. But God has always commanded his people to love one another. So it's not new in the sense of never having been heard before. Its newness comes because of this unique love of Jesus for us, which fuels it. Having been loved by Jesus in this incredible way, we are to love one another in the same way. The love we are to show is a love we have already received. Significantly, when this statement is quoted, the last five words are frequently omitted, so it becomes love one another, and the as I have loved you is missed out. Not without good reason, I might add, because to love as Jesus has loved is to love without limit. And this is scary. But Jesus in, his, in this speech helps us with this by making this amazing offer. I do not call you servants any longer, but I've called you friends. And that's incredible. But when you think about it, it's actually very difficult to accept. We can maybe go with the word servant, but to be called a friend seems too great a privilege to accept sometimes. But if you just stop and think of friendship for a moment, what qualities do we need in a friend? What makes a good friend? One of the qualities that occurs to me is that even if you haven't seen a person for ages, when you meet, you simply pick up where you left off. It's as if you were never parted. That's one of my definitions of a good and true friend. And I think the past year or so has taught us how to be creative in friendships, to keep in touch in different ways and to really value friendships. So I encourage you over the next week or so to have a think about what qualities you find important in a friendship and in what ways you can show appreciation to your friends. The book of Proverbs gives us some good qualities of friends. Good friends are consistent. They remain friends in good times and bad. They always stick around. They're not just there because you're useful to them. They are also honest. They're prepared, prepared to say hard truths, even if it's uncomfortable. In our gospel passage, Jesus also explains the difference between a servant and a friend. 
Now a servant knows his instructions, but a friend is given the inside track of what's going on. They know all the background. You guard what you say to others, but you're completely open with a friend. Tim Keller once said that a true friend is someone who always lets you in and never lets you down. This is why we need friends so much, and it's why we can have no greater friend than Jesus. Jesus has let us in. He has passed on to us everything the Father has taught him. He is the ultimate friend. He is constant. He will never leave us or forsake us. But of course, his greatest demonstration of friendship is in laying down his life for us. He is the friend who perfectly fulfills all the qualities of friendship as outlined in Proverbs, and he calls us his friends. Amazing. So this week, as you're going about doing what you're doing, just think about another couple of questions, or maybe challenges. How will you enjoy the friendship of Jesus this week? How will you enjoy the friendship of Jesus this week? And the second one, how will you reflect the friendship of Jesus this week? And let's just finish with a prayer. God of all, we give you thanks for the gift of friendship, for the giving and the receiving, for the opportunities and the challenges, for the laughter and the tears, for the conversations and the silence, for the moments and the memories. Draw us deeper into your love and bless us with the confidence to proclaim Jesus as our dearest friend, teacher and saviour. We ask this in his name. Amen. Thank you.
on those words that Brenda has shared with us we take some time to come to God in prayer God of love friend to those in power with the local elections this week we are reminded of the privilege we have of being able to engage in democracy and vote whatever our political leanings we pray for those who have retained or gained places on our local councils May they be diligent in working for the communities they serve, passionate about improving the lives of others, and open to listening to views that are different from their own. Equip all of our political representatives with the gifts of thoughtfulness, grace and integrity. God of love, hear our prayer. God of love, friend to those in pain, We look at the situation unfolding in India and continue to feel despair for those who are ill and dying and for those who are grieving their loved ones. We pray for the urgent supplies needed in India to arrive quickly. We pray for more oxygen, medicine and vaccines. May countries who have plenty be generous in their response to the crisis. Please bring the people of India some signs of improvement and some signs of hope. God of love, hear our prayer. God of love, friend to those who are tired. Even though we are moving out of crisis mode, we know that many of our medics and nursing staff are exhausted after a year of Covid. Help those in the NHS who are weary and tired to find rest and renewed enthusiasm for their work. There are also many members of our wider community left with long COVID symptoms, struggling with daily life. We ask for insightful research into the after effects of coronavirus and ways to help those who are finding it hard to return to normal life. God of love, hear our prayer. God of love, friend to those who are struggling. As the country opens up and some of us move back to real life meetings or going out to work, we are aware that there are many for whom the pandemic has brought profound changes to their circumstances. We think of the people who have lost their jobs and who are facing financial hardship as a result. We ask for resilience in the face of such difficult times, perseverance as people seek out new work and try to cope with the demands of everyday life, and courage to face the challenges that each new day brings. God of love, hear our prayer. God of love, friend of our friends, thank you for the gift of friendship. Thank you for the people who bring fun and joy into our lives. Thank you for the warmth that friends bring. Thank you that we can once again see those we love and enjoy their company. Despite the pain and struggle this year has wrought, 
We thank you for the friends that have helped us, stuck by us, cheered us on, listened and sympathised and helped us cope. Bless our friends and help us to look to Jesus to learn how to deepen our friendships and live the life of love that he modelled. God of love, hear our prayer. And we finish with the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. So we have a few notices this week and um, most of them stem around our plans to meet back together in person. So next week, next Sunday, which is, let me find the right page in my diary, um, next week is the 16th of May and at 10 o'clock we'll be meeting on Zoom for hopefully our last Zoom service for a while. Um, if you'd like login details for that do just drop us an email, head to our website and you'll find details there. Um, and also on the 16th we are launching a new initiative called Muddy Church and that is down at the Nature Discovery Centre in Thatcham and it's a family event um, that will be every month from 2 o'clock to 3.30 um, so we also have one booked in June and July. I'll let you know the dates of those um, in due course. But yeah, we're meeting at two o'clock. Um, it's going to be start off with a time of storytelling and then we're going to have a time of activities to explore the story and explore the natural world around us. Um, play, have fun um, and just enjoy being in that really beautiful outdoor space. So to come along to that one, you do need to book in um, because of COVID restrictions, we can only have a certain number of children at that event. So if you would like to come along to that, either contact me directly or send an email to muddychurchthatcham at gmail.com. And the week after that is our return to Thatcham Park School for our first um, in-person worship for quite some time. And that is also Pentecost, where we remember God's spirit coming to be with us on earth. So it's a great time to be celebrating um, coming back together as well. So that will be 10 o'clock at school. Um, it will be socially distanced and all the um, regulations will be in place. And we'll really look forward to seeing you and hopefully welcoming um, some people back then. And as ever, of course, children are really welcome in our services and um, there'll be things within the service for them to do and to get involved with as well. So let's finish off today with our final prayer. Go as those first disciples did to share the message of God's love with all those you meet, with family, friends and strangers. Go in love, go in joy, go in hope, go in peace. Go bearing the fruits of knowing God. Go knowing you are loved and embraced by our loving God. Amen.